0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerdcore podcast, the podcast reviews movies and talks that nerd shit. This is episode 511, and it is your second review in International Film Month as we talk about Monos. Yep. Um, we are pre-recording this right now. I'll go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, on Thursday, when you're watching this, I have to go to a showing of The Woman King, and mm-hmm. that's going to be showing, like, Literally an hour after we would be starting. So I needed to leave here like around thirty minutes and i things on that.
1: Yeah.
0: What's up? Yeah, I am I'm excited. I'm excited to watch it. Um yeah, you know Viola Davis always kills it, bro. You know Ooh. she always kills it. So I'm excited to see it. So we'll see how it goes and hopefully I'll get a little write up for the for the site. But uh yeah, we're just pre-recording because I don't want to get there late to the movie theater. So we'll see how um how all that goes down. But this is, um, uh, it's me, Raul, and the old Mendoza, the nerd, Chikana. I already know how that goes, your host, I'm also here with my other host, uh, Brad, young Yoda, what's up?
1: What's up, everybody, let's get this started, cause, uh, yeah, to get this done.
0: Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Sometimes words don't actually, you know, <laughs> work. Great pep talk, bro. <laughs> yeah, great talk, great talk, great talk, Brad, great talk, oh my god, but, you know, man, it's just how it goes. It's just how it goes. That's just how the cookie crumbles, and today it <laughs> crumbled like that. That's all I could get out of my head, out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> how are uh, you doing, you fucking I've, asshole? I've,
1: I've, I'm amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I got my bumper in for my truck. Yeah. Because my bumper is, how long has my bumper been damaged? Like
0: I forgot. God, was God
1: right. we got to be going on like six, seven months. <laughs> Yeah. It's something ridiculous cuz I didn't want to pay for it. And um but my uh my uh cousin actually moved. He moved from Texas. And he's a mechanic. And he's like <laughs> he's like if you order this I can put it on. I'm like fuck yeah. Fuck like, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> got a credit card out, fucking like got that thing shipped and so I'm going to get a steel bumper which uh if we we've noticed I kind of need.
0: Yeah. You... <laughs> I think those are things that you definitely need. So, Brad, I, I, I don't, I don't drive. You know that. You know, I don't, yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't have the ability to drive. But uh, I'm gonna go ahead and make a guess that you do need a bumper.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, definitely need a bumper, and especially a steel one if you back into trees. Yeah. I don't make it a habit, but it's happened once.
0: It may happen again. Back into trees, trash cans break your windshield. You know. Yeah. yeah you got terrible luck, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, today we're going to be looking at a film from Colombia, as we, we're staying in Latin America right now. We're going a little, Colombia. a little more south. We're in North America. We've traveled down to South, uh, South America. To look at a film from Colombia. Um, not much going on today, though, Brad. Um, I, uh, I edited my uh, Friday review that I'm going to hopefully finish up right now. I have a little bit more left to do, but I cut up the video. Uh, I watched this film, and yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, I mean I was
1: mo- I was technically supposed to do D&D tonight but we pushed that back and yeah. I'm actually excited. I'm telling I'm excited to do this review. This is I don't get, I don't normally get excited for reviews but this yeah. is the one. This is the one where I literally I think I called it. I, what I called it beforehand. Perfectly. Lord of the Flies meets platoon. That's yeah. what this movie is.
0: Yeah. So um we'll see man. Recently we've been on the same page. We'll see how it how it ends up here. But um yeah, y'all, if you have never seen monos, then this is your chance to get out of here if you care about spoilers. But if you don't care about spoilers, then you go ahead and stick stay, stay by. But if you don't but if you know if you've seen it or you don't care, either way how it goes, it's your one and only spoiler warning. And it is in effect in a five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> all right uh i got two paragraphs won't read so that's a you know that's an improvement you know usually you don't even get two paragraphs with some films i
1: mean unless it's a marvel film then you get like yeah. eight
0: yeah so let's go ahead and look at this here uh, monos is a 2019 internationally co-produced war drama film directed by alejandro landes written by landes and alexis dos santos and produced by fernando epstein santiago zapata uh, Martin Solibake, christina Cr- Cr- Landes, and Landes himself. It stars Julianne Nicholson. Is that? Um. That's not. That's not Jack's daughter. Does Jack have a daughter? Hold on. Hold on. That's. No, it's not. No, it's just. It's just another actress named with a last name oh, Nicholson. The last name Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. And Moises Arias. The film follows a group of teenage soldiers assigned to watch over a hostage. The film was released in the United States on September 13, 2019 by Neon and Participant, receiving positive reviews from critics. The film had its world premiere at the 2019 Sundance Film Festival on January 26, 2019, where it won the World Cinema Dramatic Special Jury Prize. It was selected as the official Colombian uh, entry for the Best International Feature at the 92nd American Academy Awards and the Goya Award for Best I- Ibero-American uh, Film at the 34th Goya Awards. So, uh, well, it's called Director right? Alejandro uh, Andes, Alexis Los Santos also wrote the script with uh, Landes. The cinematography is done by Jasper Wolf, um, who, what's it called, has done other films like Instinct, Paradise Drifters, and Code Blue. Uh, it's edited by three people, uh, Yorgos um. Mavros Bazardis. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna guess he's Greek. Close, close yeah, he's Greek. Yeah. Yep. Ted guard yep. and somebody just called Santiago. Um
1: just movie- just one just one name, Santiago. Yeah, you know that dude uh, legit in the editing room. <laughs> just one name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh Micah Levy, or as you all know him by his stage name, Mikachu. Is uh the composer of this film? He's done some great scores like uh, Under the Skin. If you ever seen that film with uh with Scarlett Johansson, great movie. It's uh and the score is just really unsettling. And so, uh,
1: so um, what race does she play in that movie?
0: She plays an alien, Brad. Oh, so yeah, still not white. Yeah, Brad, this is crazy. Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna go again and tell you all it sits at an hour and uh, 43 minutes. And on a budget of 2 million, they made 1.3 million dollars at the box office. That's Cronenberg time. Really, Love it. really fucking good. Wow, uh, It didn't make its money back. It didn't make it, Well, that's actually a really I, let, good... let's
1: be let's be real here though. This was made for the awards,
0: yeah. This but the fact so... that it even made that much though,
1: yeah. But you it's look at the money. accolades, if you if you scroll down here, the accolades, oh, yeah. One, 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 one.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It made a lot of stuff. I mean, one at Sundance Film Festival. It won at the Cartagena Film Festival. It won at Cine Latino Recontres de Tulu House. It won at the Buenos Aires International Festival of Independent Cinema. Newport Beach Film Festival. Monteclair Film Festival. Transylvania International Film Festival. Art Film Fest. Oh, my God. It won so many fucking film festivals, dude.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: BFI London Film Festival. Best film. Yeah. So um, I did want to show y'all what's it called. This is this is really an international co-production. I mean, an international production. These are all the countries that put money into this film. Colombia, Argentina, Netherlands, Germany, Sweden, Uruguay, the United States, Switzerland, and Denmark. Damn. Holy shit. Does this movie have a lot of fucking financiers? Damn. Uh, I was kind of reading more into it because I really wanted to see what was going on with this film uh, before. Like while I was watching it, I, I kind of paused and I was like, "Let me read a little bit about this." Uh, when when they got the budget from Colombia, dude, they barely even had half of the budget. Like they they only had half of the budget, so they which had is, to literally.
1: Probably why they went out.
0: Yeah, they had to go out and get everybody to give them uh, what's it called uh, money and but, uh, where but... they shot this movie, Brad. No one's ever shot in this in this jungle in this area. Oh wow. No one's ever shot here before.
1: But so w- let's go back to that number. Two, $2 million. million dollars for this film mm-hmm. for hour and 43 minutes of this film. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yep. That's that's that that seems almost impossible to me watching this film. Like like they had explosions going off in this film.
0: Yeah. Um, So what's it called? So they shot at a national park and what's it called? This, this is wild. Um, It was only recently that humans were allowed to visit this national park because of the actual conflict that was happening in here. So that nobody has ever shot a movie in this national park. But humans actually weren't even allowed to visit here because of the conflict that was going on with the government. So like this' it's, it's nuts, bro. And like they were Damn. talking about how like mules had to carry food and gear, and you know, they had to like they had a military person who helped them like pretty much make spaces the, for so them to live that, and sleep. And,
1: that just makes this film even sound even more impossible. It happened,
0: yeah, dude, it's crazy, bro. Uh, They even had to get like a freaking underwater cinematographer to do this movie. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, wow, man. Cause it's like, they basically had to like really kind of invent a style to shoot in here. If you're thinking about it, because like nobody really had stepped foot in here for a long time. And then you're like, nobody's ever shot anything here. So let's go both locations. They use, they're like, Oh shit. Like wonder how we're going to use this. So that was, it was really interesting when I was reading up on this movie. Uh, but Brad, enough uh, talking about the production stuff because we can go in like for for ages here. Yeah. But um, Brad, uh, what are your initial thoughts on Monos?
1: Uh, initial thoughts, and I've already given it multiple times. It's Lord of the Flies meets Platoon. And if you can't get behind that, I don't know what more I can tell you. The cinematography is amazing. The acting's amazing. The story is amazing. The pacing, mostly amazing. There are certain parts. Pacing is a little off. Don't get me wrong. But it, I, I don't, I don't imagine like it hurts the film overall too much. This, this is a great movie. This is a fan. This might be one of my favorites of the year.
0: Yeah. Well, damn. That's wild. You know, it's one of, the, one of the favorite ones that you've watched this year from the podcast. And we watch a lot, bro. We watch a lot of this podcast. Yeah. But, um. You know, he's they said it was it's inspired by Lord of the Flies, of course. This movie's inspired by Lord of the Flies. Also Heart of Darkness.
1: Yeah, uh Lord of the Flies, Heart Darkness, Apocalypse Now, Platoon. Yeah they're like the whole fucking the pig on pig on a stick. Lord of the Flies definitely the kids in this because they're kids. Yeah. Uh child army basically. Uh Lord of the Flies is ish. Yeah. Um and then there there are literal scenes where i'm just going am i watching apocalypse now because there there's oh, that shadow yeah. scene that yeah. you, you like the marlon brando where he's kind of in the shadows and they have that in here and then yeah. they they they've got like the explosions going off in the distance so you're like kind of like platoon in that instance and it's just like yeah. well i like what am i watching? like i'm watching like one of the best Basically war movies, at least at least uh modern war movies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's it called? They also had like influences like Come and See, which is a great movie that I've watched. Uh I don't I don't think you can watch Come and See and not be influenced by it. You know, that's the greatest war movie ever made. Uh and be- 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 Travial, I've never seen Botravial. Be- uh I, that's from Killer Denis, but um so uh my thoughts um I I like this movie. Um, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't watch it in 2019. I actually had the chance to watch it in 2019 because it was playing at my local theater when I was living in Houston at the time.
1: This will look good on this big screen. Yeah,
0: and I'm like, watching this, I'm like, holy shit. This Just for the sound design alone, the sound design would be crazy to watch. Um, I do have a problem with the overall pacing of this film. um, And... Really, the way that it kind of juggles the story and the characterization of what they're doing here—it's like some are kind of left to like, okay, we're gonna sacrifice one for the other, and it's like, oh shit! Like at times, I felt like the the story's kind of losing me, but I've got to say, this is one of the most visually striking movies I've ever seen, dude. Like, I'm wondering like how they got most of those freaking what's it called underwater shots and like just them going into the water and then just like when you're going in there and just seeing, like, it's just incredible how they got those. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like, just the use of that national park. And you're really kind of thrown into the atmosphere of the jungle, you know?
1: For sure. I, I mean, like, great. Like, I don't know how they scouted where to go. But but even even the the original area they're at, the, which yeah. the big stone building, uh, I'm just like, I, like I was just when they did the wide shot of that, I'm just yeah.
0: like, holy shit! Also, like, please talk about that one dude. I think he was like the original commander, right? You know, he's the one who's like training everybody. You know how fucking jacked that motherfucker was! Ah, he's you know? only like
1: he's only like four foot eight.
0: <laughs> he, holy shit! He's fucking jacked. Like at first you you watch, but did you know? Like all
1: of them were pretty much jacked because
0: oh yeah, yeah,
1: they're they're training. They're in conflict, so like like you get a scene where like Bigfoot and he's just fucking ripped. I'm just like God damn, like what the hell? Like we all we all just gonna be beating up shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I I just you know a lot a lot of films don't really. Concentrate on, I don't know why they don't do it. Like, you know, they don't concentrate a lot of, on child soldiers. Like, if they don't exist, like, yeah, this shit exists.
1: Like, it's, I'm sure it's a bit taboo and it's a bit hard cool. to put out there into the world.
0: Yeah. Um, but as you can tell, the, like, you're, like,
1: it, yeah, it's possible to do, it's possible to do well.
0: Yeah. Um, and I've got to say, just that whole, like, sort of, um, characterization of that like just the way they kind of show the the, show, the child soldiers and really like at the beginning of how they uh kind of showed them keeping their pow their prisoner of war like you yeah. know it was and just,
1: then how that changes yeah. over time as the conflict gets worse and worse and the stress gets higher and higher yeah. and how they end up treating her because in the beginning she's like playing soccer with them she's yeah. eating meals with them and by the end of it she's been chained up and basically beaten. And yeah, it's 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 a rough watch for sure. Yeah. At least in that aspect of it. And it's it's really funny because you get um the kids, you get all different kinds of personalities. Oh yeah. And and yep. and the start, yeah. they really do seem like kids just fucking playing around. Like they're not I don't think they're worried about the conflict. They're just trained to train. Right. And then shit gets real when the cow gets killed.
0: Yeah, everything changes when the cow gets killed.
1: Yeah, like, because they they lose their leader who ends up shooting himself because he knows he'll be blamed for the cow death. Yeah. And it goes to another leader or they put Bigfoot as leader and he's not a very good leader. He no, he's, he's very no. abusive.
0: Yeah. I I also kind of found like just the dynamics in a lot of this film really interesting like, you know, um who's uh who is um it's uh not Bigfoot, it's um What's it called? Wolf and uh and not lady and who's the girl that's with lady? Who's the guy? Who's uh, Swede. Swede is
1: Swede is the uh, girl, is yeah. the other girl. Uh, Wolf is the original one. The with original Lady. Lead. Yeah. He's yeah. the original leader.
0: Original leader. Okay, yeah. so like Wolf and Lady, and then you know Lady starts getting it on with like I think with um with Rambo. I think he gets like um
1: I think yeah I think after uh Wolf dies. Yeah. Lady gets with Rambo somewhat. Um and then it just she just goes with everyone from there, basically. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just it's kind of crazy how like you see how so after the cow dies, it's just such a big inciting incident right there. Because like you start seeing how everybody starts to like turn on each other. And I mean, there's your aspect of Lord of the Flies, right? There's your yep. aspect of Lord of the Flies and and they just they do a great way of like showcasing that and like how smurf gets like tied up too and you know somebody tries to take on take smurf but then like at the end like you know and even the,
1: the, and even even the doctor has changed like yeah. the doctor you know you go into that thing oh the doctor she's a doctor so she's gonna help and she's changed to the point she ain't helping shit she's trying to get the fuck out of there
0: yeah and um, I really got to say like from so like for a movie, I like this movie. I don't I don't love it, Uh, but I've got to say that that ending had to be one of the best I've seen when it comes to a war movie, because just simply taking like breaking the fourth wall, putting the message right to the viewer, to the to the to the intended viewer. So it's kind of a way of saying, like, here you go to the government. Like, what are we going to do to fix this? Because it's on you to fix this.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and that uh, might be why a lot of. A lot of governments ended up backing this. Is yeah, there's a lot of conflicts in a lot of these places.
0: Yeah, uh, Brad, that sound design, dude. Holy shit, my fucking I thought my TV was gonna explode, bro. This this is where this
1: is where (laughs) I wish I was back in uh, back in my early years of college when my parents had a basement. Yeah, in in Maryland, and they had the surround sound in this one little room in the basement, and. I just remember Saving Private Ryan playing, and just just thundering through there. I wish I had that for this. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Oh man, that sound design was crazy, and it's not just even like the sound effects of like the helicopter, the explosions. Like I'm talking about just the way that the sound is picking up from the score, because this score is like so. He they kind of Michael Levy kind of explains it like being like kind of monumental but kind of minimal. So it's like it's not. On paper, it's not an extravagant score. Mm. It's not operatic, but it makes sure to create the atmosphere that this movie is is kind of showing. And like I'm just like when things are getting so tense, like the fucking noise of the scores is just, like crazy. Like the sound what, is going nuts.
1: What did you think of the war scenes? because because a lot of this movie is just focusing on the kids. But you yeah. get these little bits and touches of the war that's going on and that it gets really close to them.
0: Yeah. I, I thought they were, I thought they were uh done great. Um, I, I thought, you know, they were done in a way that doesn't kind of glorify what's going on. Right. No. You know, I thought, so I thought that I was like, Oh, it doesn't look like it's and- sexy. It's like, it doesn't look like, it's, it's
1: one of those things It's like okay so we're kind of sitting back With the kids watching as this is going on yeah. And you just see the guys Carrying bodies out and you just see Explosions going on in the background And this just keeps bringing me back To how did they just spend $2 million On this movie yeah. Francis Ford Coppola blew up a whole forest And that had to cost like $20 million 100%
0: <laughs> um, Part of me wonders if You know they do CGI Or did they actually fucking use really
1: I'm I'm wondering like I'm wondering if the government at this time just had like hey we have excess. you want to blow
0: shit up yeah. cuz it's
1: been known to happen
0: That's crazy. So what's it called the the messenger the the messenger in the movie is played by an actual military he was an ex uh forces of Colombia people's army ex from ele- from age 11 to 24 he served in the in the, in the people's army
1: which Oh, Which geez, you know started. that's kind of crazy because, you know he's only he's only got a, he can't even be like five foot like he's pretty short like you you I didn't realize how short he was when he first showed up on the horse yeah. and then when they went to when he's off the horse and he's like in the training with them I'm like okay this dude's small but he's like fucking just jacked and I'm just yeah. like holy god <laughs> but yeah. but the 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 and you knew, like, I, I, I don't know if it's a gripe or not, but you knew when he got on that boat and Bigfoot was behind him driving the boat, you knew he wasn't making off that damn boat.
0: Oh no, he wasn't. He wasn't. And um, but dude, it's just it's it's like so I'm like I'm reading this, of course, and I, you know, obviously like these things kind of build more of an appreciation. I, I you know, I do have I do have my gripes and uh I think that this overall this movie you know i think it could have been a lot better um i think you know they just they kind of sacrificed the story for like the stylistic elements i think and there was like times where i wish they would have just like you know like hey like let's actually spend some time with these kids and like you know develop that a little more and you're like oh but you want to make things ambiguous and stuff and it's like okay yeah. cool so what are we going to make ambiguous the story or are we going to make the characters ambiguous? It's like you either do one or the other, so it doesn't bring them bring the movie down. And that's when I think it's like, oh, we're gonna make both of them ambiguous. So it's like, okay, you're just gonna bring the movie down. And, uh, but I really like this movie. Um, I think it's probably one of the best uh, films from Latin America that I've seen from like uh, post 2010s. Post, uh, I mean, post 2010. I think this is one of the best from there. And uh, yeah, one one of one of the best uh, war films. I definitely would put that up there as well but uh brad any final
1: thoughts here um, go watch this movie that's yeah it's on hulu I, I mean it's on hulu um i didn't know what i was getting into and raul was like go watch manos and i'm like i never seen it oh. well, okay <laughs> yeah i turn it on and my attention was completely grabbed by it just either the setting or what's going on in the story my attention which you know i don't have that great of attention span much more um yeah it 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 was through this movie and I I think the timing I think the timing was good Um, Like I like Cronenberg time so Cronenberg time Is amazing Cronenberg time (laughs) Um, But yeah I I I really enjoyed this movie Like this is This is probably one of my favorite From 2019 and That's saying something because
0: The farewell farewell
1: was 2019
0: Parasite Uh, yeah
1: this this is up there with them for me oh yeah
0: yeah but yeah i I mean i i agree with you so um what's gonna be your uh your final verdict here brad
1: i think due to some of the pacing like you said there is there is pacing issue i'm i'm not i'm not lying there and i can see where you're coming from you know, do you make the characters ambiguous? Do you make the storyline ambiguous? And both kind of end up being that. Um, I don't think it over. I don't think it takes away too much from the movie, but it's there. So that's why I'm going to give it a nine out of ten.
0: All right, Brett. Um, I think it's going to be our biggest difference uh, with our. Well, not a big difference, but I mean like a an actual difference in, in scores here. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give Monos a seven and a half out of ten. Uh, I like this movie, but uh, overall, I Felt the problems that I stated are there, and it's like, yeah, I was like, oh, man, I wasn't disappointed though. I was, I definitely really like this movie. I mean, I'm looking at right now Amazon, see if they have a Blu ray copy. So that tells you guys at least I liked it enough that I want to own it. So
1: get in 4K, uh,
0: only Blu ray, bro. It only has a Blu ray. Yeah, oh, uh, Neon usually doesn't actually put, put, uh, actual like,
1: I, I 4Ks. mean, like, this is definitely the, the best movie we've reviewed this week, like, man. easily. Yeah. easily beat thor
0: some people would tell you that we're wrong bro. i
1: don't care tony <laughs> <laughs> i do not care tony
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like if you want if you want to go and we'd be like yeah thor ragnarok i'm there with you i ain't i ain't on this last one man
0: <laughs> not on this last one
1: bro. not on this last one no.
0: But uh, that's our review of Monos, y'all. We're going to be back next week on Thursday again. Remember, y'all, I did say that we do not want to fuck up the, the the numbering here because Ledia did put a lot of hard work into that stuff. So let's just at least try to cover this little numbering that we have at the moment. So uh, Monday we'll be doing our review of, I believe it's The Black Phone, uh, which, Ooh. yeah, it's uh, the Ethan Hawke. right? Film. Yeah, the Ethan Hawke horror film. Uh,
1: but, oh, is it? That's the one where he kidnaps the kid, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
0: So next I'll have, Monday, I'll get
1: Brenda to watch that with me.
0: All right. Yeah. Next Monday. So on the Monday we'll be doing the Black Phone, and then of course to continue International Film Month on Thursday we will be doing Akira Kurosawa's Scandal. You know, we got a more Kurosawa, right? We already had a fucking month for him this month, this year. So, you know, let's get some more Kurosawa. We're we're
1: eventually going to watch all his movies. Yeah.
0: Nobody else. We have. A mission to complete. Well, nobody we complete else it. who has like a big ass filmography like Kurosawa.
1: I mean, the only one that comes to mind is Hitchcock, and I ain't watching like all mm. those fucking movies. No. <laughs> no. I ain't doing it. Yeah, like, um, I think like. But, but and- like, like Iniritu, like, yeah. what we have, he's coming out with a new film. We got what, yeah. like two films to do on that?
0: Yeah, two films. Yeah. Because yeah. you only so, need 20. Like, and we got
1: Cronenberg. Uh, How many we got on that? Not many.
0: Uh, I think we have like five left. Yeah,
1: so not many. We could yeah. totally do that because Cronenberg time, yo. Know? Um, there, there's a Tarkovsky, bunch of others where Tarkovsky, we're I think we have one more. Really? Tark- we only have one more for Tarkovsky. One more
0: from Tarkovsky, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It, Kubrick, I we have a good amount for Kubrick.
1: Kubrick's <laughs> still t- a good amount. Kub- <laughs> Kubrick's Kubrick's difficult because when you she think makes- of Kubrick, you just feel bad for his directing in The Shining. Just yeah. yelling and throwing also, the shit the thing at is that
0: Kubrick <laughs> has 13 films, but, like, more than half of those movies are over 2 hours and 20 minutes. That's true. That's the problem with Kubrick. <laughs> so, like,
1: if we do a Kubrick I, I, I month, can't... So, I can't say anything. Like, Kubrick's one of your favorites. is yeah. my favorite. I can't say anything because, like, all of Kurosawas are, like, that time frame.
0: Yeah. Well... Uh, uh also like uh uh fucking memo, uh what's it called? Guillermo del Toro. Uh we need Oh, we're, Hellboy, we're one, Hellboy Two. Yeah, we need a good amount from Guillermo. We bro. haven't done the Hellboys yet. No, Brad. we are not done the Hellboys. Weird. No. I should've uh, done that for Halloween. Yeah, we want to thank you What's oh, up? That's Hellboy, not horror. I don't know if I consider Hellboy horror. Yeah. Hmm. It has horror elements. It does.
1: But I don't know if I consider it a horror. It's more of an action flick. Yeah. Action well, and fantasy.
0: Well, and thank you all so much for uh, for sticking by, y'all, and listening to this review of uh, Monos. Uh, we also want to thank you all for being here for six years now, y'all. Oh, yeah. Forgot to mention this on the Tigers Are Not Afraid review, but holy shit, we, I, we've been having quite the fucking, let's call it, time as of late. And, like, just, y'all, when you've been doing it as long as we have, all this shit starts to blend in. So it's like, you know the ones that we can actually like keep track of is like the numbers on the episodes because guess what it's all the, it's up here on stream when it tells us like oh look mm-hmm. Brad, we're getting close to 600 like we're, like, ooh, we're getting close ooh. to like this i'm like cool but like when it comes to like our anniversary i'm like holy shit that was yesterday we should have talked about it but thank you all so much for six years y'all it's so much when we fun.
1: hit when we hit 10 we'll do something
0: <laughs> something big yeah we'll do something big, big. yeah Thank you all Podca- for 10, Podcast for on the years. fucking
1: beach, drinking pina coladas. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, sure,
0: Brad. Uh, if if a PC can make it out there, but oh, wait, uh,
1: wait, wait. Uh, w- podcast at con. There you go. Oh, that one.
0: Yeah, but uh, thank you all so much for six years. We appreciate you all. We appreciate everything you do for us. It's, it's the only thing you got to worry with us, y'all. If it's still fun, we're still gonna be here. And guess what? Six years later, it's still fucking fun. Still f- have movies to talk about, and. Yeah, we're pretty much just still gonna stick around here.
1: Uh, yep, so, as long as they keep yeah. making movies.
0: Yeah, as long <laughs> well, as even they, if they games don't, games, we
1: can always go back.
0: To the old yeah. Yeah, keep
1: going. Three hundred and
0: sixty-five days in a year, Brad. Yeah. We have barely even touched completing a year. So, like, you know, there's there's a lot of movies out there, Brad. So I'm sure that we will never ever lose what's it called content here when no. it comes to movies. No,
1: we can always we can always reach back and grab like, ooh, it's up. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah yeah. what's it called when it, by one of these days y'all we will have to start covering silent films <laughs> and it's like oh great silent films yeah.
1: that, how do you talk about that just be like I didn't like the dialogue <laughs> yeah. hey, it, apparently there is are it, is it is there everybody who has to put the subtitles on is that who we're going to turn into be like I didn't want to read, I read.
0: <laughs> yeah Hey, people who don't want to watch foreign movies because you don't want to read, you'd hate silent films then. Yeah. But uh, with that said, we want to thank everybody. Uh, if you're watching this live and you're in the chat, thank you. So like Kylie, Stacey, um Aiden's probably in there maybe. I don't know. I, I was, Whoever's in there on know. Thursday. Whoever shows up. Whoever shows up. Thank you. We want to thank our Patreon supporters uh, as well because we love them a lot. They are the ones who make this possible by keeping us afloat here on the Patreon, I mean, on, on the, on the network. So thank you all. Uh, if you want to become a Patreon supporter, make sure you go to www.patreon.com nerdcore, or, you know, if you're on the video version, just look at the link that's playing on the bottom pledge to a tier. And of course we want to uh, thank our producer, our writer and our director want to thank our executive producer, Shane. Where can you find him, bread?
1: You follow our friend Shane at twitch.tv slash XSRK or on Twitter at thrifted.io or go buy something from the Suppy God at Prison City Vintage in Illinois.
0: Hell yeah. And of course, we want to thank our writer, Tony. Hey, Tony, Thor still sucks. <laughs> Thor love and thunder. Loving but... blunder.
1: What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: At real nerdy dad and then our wonderful Kylie, Kylie. thank you Kylie. I don't know what that was Kylie. that was
1: like a that was half half sip. Kylie,
0: Kylie. yeah, <laughs> Kylie.
1: Thank that, you, that's Kylie. how I feel. How I feel when she makes us watch bad movies. No, Kylie. Yeah,
0: thank you, Kylie. Uh, at, at uh, KyliePLI and KyliePSports90. That's Twitter and Instagram. We are going to be doing another commentary next Tuesday with Kylie. We're going to be watching Bumblebee to do this month's commentary. So, um, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, We appreciate you, Kylie, but fuck.
1: I mean, it's not, it's not like a trend. Well, it is a transformers movie, but it's not a,
0: apparently it's a good transformers. movie. movie. Apparently
1: it's a good trend. It doesn't have Mark Wahlberg in it. Right? Nope. Yeah. As John (laughs) Cena though. Eh. As long as not the Marine, right?
0: (laughs) (sighs) I'm glad we we haven't done a viewers' choice ever again. I'm pretty sure somebody would make us choose like the Marine or Twelve Rounds.
1: I want to watch the one where he gets stuck behind the wall. I think it's called the Wall.
0: Oh yeah, the 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 military film.
1: Yeah, that that's oh. one I kind of do want to see because it's like, is this just one scene and then behind a wall the whole time? Because that might be interesting.
0: Yeah, thought you were talking about the whitewashed Great Wall of China film.
1: No. Yeah. Uh, again, you're going to get Kylie out here to express like how sorry she is for like typecasting me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Great Wall. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, y'all. Of course, we thank you all so much for being here. We'll catch you all. What's it called on Friday when we do our Shikok episode five review? But in the meantime, this has been it, y'all. And without further ado, let's get out of here. Brad, send them out.
1: Right, Roland, for you mean host as always. Thank you to all those who join us in chat, even though I won't be able to see you because this is pre recorded. Thank you to all the listeners out there, all our Patreon supporters. We appreciate each and every one of you. And to end this episode, um, uh, let the doctor go, damn it. Young Yoda out. <laughs>